Good morning. I'm Anna Marie, and it's time again for Focus. Today, we're talking with Heather Gallagher about Beeman Park Nature Center. Welcome, first of all. Yay. Thank you. Glad to be with you, Anna Marie. Now, you were here years and years ago, and we were talking about fun things to do. So let's get started with Beeman Park Nature Center. Wonderful. So the last time I was with you, I was at Warner Park Nature Center, Mm -hmm. which is just a hub of over 3,000 acres of Warner Park in southwest Nashville. Right. It's a multi-purpose park. There's so much going on, and you can always check out their website at wpnc.nashville.gov, or you can follow them on Facebook. But now, (laughs) actually, two years ago, I joined the team at Beeman Park Nature Center in northwest Nashville. So it is a totally different vibe. It's a totally different ecosystem. Uh, Beeman Park itself is not a multi-purpose park. It is a state natural area. So there will never be development. There will never be mountain bike trails. And not that those things are bad. But if you visit the Western Highland Rim community, so this is in Nashville, but up towards, say, Ashland City, Jolton area. Yeah. It is lots of really high ridges and deep, deep hollows with these amazing streams that weave. Oh, my gosh. And so we go to Beeman. What are we going there for, to Beeman Park Nature Center? Okay, okay. A lot of people that go to Beeman are going to get away from Nashville. We have over 15 miles of trails, and so an easy thing to do is Go to our entrance right off of Little Marrowbone Road. Mm -hmm. That's 4111 Little Marrowbone Road. And they drive up to the top of the ridge. That's the Highland Trailhead. Okay. And from there, you can access a 12.5-mile trail that is coveted throughout Middle Tennessee. Is a really great place to trail run. But also, I got to tell you, I just hiked the 7.5-mile loop of that yesterday. The wildflowers are off the hook. So if you want to see, I'm not kidding, wild hydrangea, mountain laurel, azalea, these are things that, oh, I get chills just thinking about it. me too. These are things that you and I have to jump on 40 and go east or jump on 65 and go north. Mm -hmm. These aren't things that we really have at Shelby Bottoms, Bells Bend, Warner Park, Radnor Lake. These aren't things that you would expect to find there. And it's just unique. Not better, just unique and wonderful. So another thing that people like to do besides trail running, besides wildflower looking right now, oh my gosh, I have to share this with you. This is the coolest thing. During certain times of year, birds are amazing in Nashville. We are a major flyway, especially with all of the the, the Highland Rim that we have going on, especially with the Cumberland River, there's some major bird flyways, which means birds are migrating through Nashville in masses. Wow. And they're really following, you're going to love this, these weather systems. So yesterday, before it started raining, on the Laurel Woods Trail, which some people call the Lime Loop in Beeman, we had a chestnut-sided, bay-breasted, and Blackburnian warbler. Let's just say cool birds. Yeah. Way cool birds. Ones that probably most of us have never seen in real life. Probably never seen in real life. I remember last year, and I was thinking, hopefully it's getting that time again, for that the cedar waxwings came through. Oh, yes. At my house. And I was 
fascinated. It's like, where did they come from? They're just so beautiful. They are. So we have a place now that we can go and see who's migrating through right now. What did you call it? A flyway? Yes. I love that. Okay. Now now it gets even better. (laughs) So we've talked about coming to Beeman to see wildlife. And we've talked about coming to Beeman for trail running. But the thing that I love the most that we have is at Beeman is with all of this wilderness, we also have accessibility. So right at the Nature Center, I have an incredible deck. And you know what I've got on that deck. Binoculars or what? Cracker Barrel rocking chairs. (laughs) Isn't that what you would want on your deck? Yes, it is. Okay. In addition to that, so you can hang out on the deck. You can have a picnic with your family. And it's overlooking this incredible ravine that is just covered up in birds and azaleas and mountain laurel and trees are leafing out. And Mm -hmm. it's just incredible. Now it gets better. Just like you, I have, I have, you know, parents, I have grandparents that are getting, getting older and can't enjoy the trails, but can get to the nature center with the help of a loved one. Mm -hmm. So we have a quarter of a mile boardwalk that takes you across the ridgetop and has two overlooks so that these people can experience Beeman Park the way that that you and I do. Yeah. Um, And what I really love about everything that I've told you is that this is available to you. Yeah. This isn't a golf course that you have to have membership. This is something that you as a taxpayer are funding, and we're so glad to be doing that for you right now. We don't even have to be open. The Nature Center itself is open from noon until 4, Tuesday through Friday, and from 9 until 4 on Saturdays, except for holidays, of course. You can do any of these things even if we're not there. Okay. So you can just, and you mentioned the boardwalk, which means it would be wheelchair accessible. Oh. Right? Totally. That's fantastic. Totally. So if you're just joining us, I'm Anna Marie, and this is Focus, and we're talking with Heather Gallagher about the Beeman Park Nature Center. And I want you to tell people, again, where that's located so they can know how to get there. I'm like, have it in their mind where we're talking about it as we talk about it. No problem. Okay. So the first thing that, that we've just got to accept is that people are all about the GPS. For mm-hmm. Beeman, it doesn't work like that. Oh, good to know. Please put in your GPS 5911 Old Hickory Boulevard 37015. And it's okay that it's Old Hickory Boulevard. If you haven't figured it out, those of you who are new to Nashville, it goes around the whole city. Right. Um, Warner Park is located off of Old Hickory Boulevard, as is Bell's Bend Nature Center. Yeah. It's located off of Old Hickory Boulevard. Now, if I was to tell you how to get there, though, I would say jump on Briley Parkway and head towards the west end of the city. Mm -hmm. You want to take Ashland City Highway exit number 24 and go north on Ashland City Highway. You're going to travel on Ashland City Highway about three miles till you get to Old Hickory Boulevard. Uh, There's a stoplight there. Take a right, and you're going to go all the way to the top of the ridge, and you'll see Beeman Park Nature Center on your left. Well, that's fantastic. And so you were mentioning some things that are unique about Beeman Park Nature Center. So we've got the wildlife, we've got the the trees and the flowers and the things that we probably don't see very much of. Uh, what else? I like the accessible part. That's kind of a like a little short loop. And you're talking about the running trail. For those of us who don't run, 
what are the different lengths of trails there? Okay. Now, I don't run the trail. I've got 125-pound dog with me when I'm out in the park. We're not running anywhere. (laughs) But you can walk our Sedge Hill Trail, which leaves the Nature Center. It's colored yellow and is six-tenths of a mile, so piece of cake. I have a two-mile loop, which we call Henry Hollow Loop. Now, you're, oh, my, okay, you're going to remember this. (laughs) Remember at Beeman, you used to get water from the spring. It's Henry Creek that that water flows from. Oh, wow. That just gives you an idea of how pristine we're talking about. Oh. This place is untouched. We're talking showy orcas. We're talking yellow lady slipper. Oh, wow. These are things that are magical plants that have to have a pristine wilderness in order to make it. Yeah. Now, let's get back to Henry Hollow Loop is two miles, but I do want to tell you it's a little bit technical. You can easily do it in some trail running shoes or tennis shoes, Uh. but you are going to start at the Creekside Trailhead located at 4111 Little Marabone Road, Mm -hmm. and then you're going to hike paralleling the creek all the way up to the top of the ridge and back down. Okay. So remember that what goes down must come back up. (laughs) So don't forget. And we're talking about descents and ascents of 250 feet, which doesn't seem like that big of a deal, but the summers in Nashville, that heat can creep up on you. So consider enjoying Beeman in the summer. Okay. uh, In the morning. Oh, gotcha. Okay. And is it... Big enough that it's not super crowded. Some parks are becoming very oh, crowded. You just said the magic words. Okay. So Beeman has two entrances for 2,370 acres. Oh, wow. So when you're talking about being on a trail, you're not going to have a lot of people around. Now, let me tell you where people are going to be checking it out this summer. Okay. Number one is the Nature Center, because from 11 to 1 in June and July, every Saturday, we will have a nature tent set up. And in June, we are focusing on reptiles and amphibians. And in July, we're focusing on bugs. And we're able to do this because we have some wonderful interns, one from Belmont and one um, that is just graduating from Hume Fox. So we're really excited to be able to offer some great free programming this summer. Okay. okay, so the Nature Center, that's a hub. Okay. We also have the Creekside Trailhead entrance. Again, 4111 Little Marrowbone Road. This summer, every Saturday, I have an intern actually from Columbia who will be not not Columbia, Tennessee. There's a big world out there, I promise. <laughs> Columbia. Yes, Columbia. And he is going to be greeting park visitors on Saturdays from 11 to 1 in the creek. So people are already going to the creek to hang out and look for salamanders and catch crawdads. Let's have somebody down there to greet them and enrich their experience. Fantastic. And then how many acres did you say? 2,370. Fantastic. And so it's accessible. Uh, there, there are trails that are suitable for kind of all abilities. Remember your hiking shoes. Would good tennis shoes work? Do you need specifically That's what hiking? I'm wearing today. Do you, so you don't have to have hiking shoes specifically to get out and enjoy You know it. that, I'm glad that you brought that up. One thing that you should expect 
um, when you come to Beeman is dirt trail. And if it's been raining, your shoes are going to get muddy. We really want to, in this pristine wilderness, encourage people to stay on the trail. Be safe. That is most important. But stay on the trail. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. What else do we need to know about Beeman Park oh my Nature goodness. Center? Did you see my picture from Saturday? No, I didn't. Okay. You totally should have seen this. So a park visitor about 10 feet off the trail at the Highland Trailhead on Saturday, guess what he saw? Deer? Timber rattlesnake. Oh! Another reason to stay on the trail. Yeah. We are not encouraging any sorts of dangerous wildlife, any sorts of dangerous plants, but we are encouraging our park visitors to adhere to park safety rules and Mm -hmm. stay on the trail. Yeah. Okay, good. And that makes sense. So now we have to... So... Was the picture on the Beeman Park Nature Center website? Oh yeah, it was uh, on Facebook. On Facebook. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna find those photos, and put some on our Focus Facebook page when we share this interview. What else do people need to know about Beeman Park Nature Center? Because there, it sounds like they're just worlds of beauty that we don't often get to explore. We live in the city. We've got the sidewalks. Maybe we see some trees in the backyard. Oh. I know she's she's mouthing, don't do this to me, because there's so much, I guess, right? <laughs> there really is. The first time I visited Beeman Park was in June of 2000. It wasn't even a park yet. And I got to visit it with Sandy Bivens and Bob Parrish and lots of individuals like Nancy Dorman and Bob Brown that said this needs to be a Nashville park. It is, it is so different and beautiful and unique. And are you getting tears in your eyes? Stop it. You're doing this to me again. You did this to me last time. So these people are dedicated. They were dedicated. They were dedicated back then in 2000. Beeman Park became a park in 2003. And then, um, wow, the Nature Center was built between 2008 and 2009 under Mayor Purcell Mm -hmm. and opened under Carl Dean and has received immense support um, from from parks but mostly the community, and that's what I really love about Beeman Park, Anna Marie, is that the community recognized in the mid-90s the development that was happening in downtown Nashville. Yeah. You, you and I lived here. We, we knew that. Yeah. But they recognized that it was creeping their way and said Beeman Park needs to be set aside. And so um, the community got together, talked about this. A lot of pictures were taken, and there was even an article in the Tennessee Conservationist Mm -hmm. that featured Bob Brown with his dog Trouble in Henry Creek. And some prominent members of the community saw that and said, done, and donated money for the purchase of the property that would become Beeman Park. Why is it important to set aside property like that? Look around. (laughs) Because it's not about us. It's about our children. It's about the wildlife because it's the right thing to do. Yeah. You can tell Heather does not like her job. <laughs> she, she's not passionate about it. I, I love that. I That's why I love having Heather Gallagher in. If you're just joining us, I'm Anna Marie, and this is Focus. We're taking a closer look at things right here in our own backyard, and in some cases, they're just gems. There are these magical places that you might not have even known existed that we want to turn you on to. I know you're going to be looking for things to do this summer, maybe this fall, maybe next spring. And you need to remember the Beeman Park Nature Center as as one of the jewels right here in Middle Tennessee. 
And I can help you do that. In fact, our website has just been updated with our summer programs. Oh. And that is so easy to find. Beeman, B-E-A-M-A-N, mm-hmm. Park dot Nashville dot gov, G-O-V. We are a city park. We are a metro parks of Nashville, Davidson County, um, funded funded by you. Thank you all so much for, for paying me to be in a giant tree house. I <laughs> love it. Another way that you can follow what's going on at Beeman Park is our handle on Instagram, Beeman Park Nashville, or on Facebook, Beeman Park. And whether or not we've got something particularly planned that day, we do post something every day. Yesterday was six seconds of Long Hollow Creek. So oh my I goodness. encourage you to go back and just watch that for six seconds. I understand that. I understand that. I've done that sometimes from beautiful places, just a few seconds, and people just want to watch it over and over. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, you just have that moment. Um, is And so because it is a park, there's no admission fee? Correct. We don't have to pay for anything once we get to Beeman Park Nature Center? No. What is a kit? You haven't been hiking before. You want to go hiking. You want to go check out a trail. That is such a great question. What that do we is, need? Okay. The first thing you want to do is make sure that you are in the right mindset. Let somebody know where you're going. Make sure your cell phone is charged and make sure you have a map. If you're like me, you don't go anywhere without your medication and your chapstick. (laughs) Tell me I'm wrong. Don't you take your chapstick everywhere? (laughs) Okay. And, and I will say that continually when, when you're on the trail, we did this yesterday when we were doing the 7.5 mile, we have a, a double check constantly of keys, wallet, phone, keys, wallet, phone, because you don't want to be out in the middle of Beeman Park and lose your keys, your wallet, or your phone, because it's over. And then realize that, mm-hmm. and then only realize it when you get back to the parking lot. Yeah. Oh. I think something... When I say mindset that you need to think about is knowing your own limitations before you get out on the hiking trail. And that's not just for Beeman. That's for enjoying the greenways in Nashville, for enjoying the state parks around Nashville. Go ahead and, and, and give yourself a break. You don't have to go out and kill it and do 7.5 miles. It's, it's just not necessary. It's okay just to go for a little walk and turn around and come back. And speaking of which, if you're going to do that, have a map of the park at Beeman. You can get a map at any of our trailheads, but there are also other apps that you can you can um, take a look at, such as All Trails, to get maps of parks here in Nashville. All Trails. I, I think I was on that uh, this weekend because w- we were looking for some place to go, and I was like, I- we're going to talk to Heather this week. So this is excellent. You said there are programs uh, in June and July 11 to 1 Saturdays in June would be about reptiles and amphibians and things yes. like that. Are there other programs? Oh, that... you know what we're talking about in August. What? No. What do you know me for? The hummingbirds. Oh, my goodness. So throughout August, every single Saturday and anytime we can, we're going to be talking about ruby-throated hummingbirds. Our wildflower garden is already planted with all different types of tube-shaped flowers and red flowers to attract hummingbirds native, by the way. Yeah. So this is a demonstration garden as well. But in addition to that, I've got lots of stuff planted that is going to attract those soft-bodied insects that hummingbirds like to eat. 
So we are going to be seeing a lot of wonderful stuff. I already have up to hummingbird feeders now. Yeah. So, yes, you can come today to the Nature Center and watch hummingbirds. Not a lot. It's not that time yet. Right now the females are nesting. The males are fighting amongst themselves. But but in August, that's when hummingbird migration begins. And that's when all of these babies are off the nest. If you remember, the female can have two clutches of two eggs each. Those eggs are about the size of a tic-tac. Don't eat the eggs. That's weird. <laughs> so so all of these babies. So for every female, think of this. There's four babies flying. So there's, you know, where before you might have had 10 hummingbirds in the spring, now you're going to have 50 hummingbirds in the fall around your feeders. Wow. And I do want to remind you, red dye is not necessary. Make sure and buy a hummingbird feeder if that's the way that you're going to go. That um, is easy to clean. Yeah. And remember that the hummingbird feeder is for you. It's for you to enjoy the hummingbirds. I prefer, because I'm lazy, not at work, because I'm lazy at home, I prefer to buy plants and plant things in my yard that hummingbirds like to nectar from or to get insects from. Mm -hmm. And then I don't have to worry about the feeders. But I've got all the hummingbirds in the entire neighborhood. Do you have a list somewhere of the native plants that are hummingbird friendly or that are friendly to the soft-bodied insects that they like? Oh, that's a, that's a really great question. You could very easily email Warner Park Nature Center and they could send you that list that they have. In fact, they just recently planted their bird garden. And um, they can easily send you a list of the plants and give you recommendations. Bird so, garden. I know. Have you not seen it? No. Oh, my goodness. It's fabulous. Warner Park Nature Center can be reached at 615-862-8555. Or you can email them at WPNC at Nashville.gov. That's fantastic. So the bird garden was planted during the pandemic. So... 2019, 2020, with native plants that can be found throughout Warner Park to encourage birds and insects in all different phases of their lives. Wow. So you're talking about the titmouse who's eating sunflower seeds, but you're also talking about the warblers that are going to enjoy the insects. Oh. You're talking about the hummingbirds that like the, you know, to nectar from the coral honeysuckle, but then you're also talking about the birds that are going to like to eat stuff off the ground. Yes. I've noticed that at my bird feeders. I love, love, love watching the birds at the bird feeders and seeing which ones are ground feeders. I have a mockingbird that will get on the bird feeder itself, and as he eats, he flicks the food out with his feet. And I just thought, I don't know if he feels like that's what he's usually trying to do is flick his feet to get to food, but it's fascinating to see birds. And so a bird garden would be exactly up my alley. If you're just joining us, I'm Anna Marie, and this is Focus. We're talking with Heather Gallagher, the director of the Beeman Park Nature Center. I didn't realize that you were the boss now. I would have been embarrassed to ask you to come out. I don't like Aww. to think of myself as a boss. I am the team leader. We, we have an amazing team up there mm -hmm. that completely complements each other yeah. from people who are amazing programmers and musicians. Oh, yeah, I hit the jackpot to people who are amazing on the trail. Yeah. We really have a, a great team. And, and it shows that you're very happy and, and that it's thriving. 
why is it important to plant native plants? You mentioned native plants, native plants, native plants in various settings. Why is that important to keep in mind? There's two main reasons. Let's talk about the most important. Native plants are going to require less maintenance. And that's what I'm about. Everything that I have in my yard at home, everything that we have planted in the wildflower garden at Beeman Mm -hmm. is no maintenance. You're not going to see me out there killing myself, watering everything or pruning everything. Right. It's no maintenance. And native means? Native to Tennessee, native to Nashville. So I wouldn't plant something that I would find in the Canada tundra in Nashville. Right. Now, there's nothing wrong with that. But please make sure that if you're going to introduce something like that into your own habitat, that you control it by mowing so that it doesn't get loose. And by that, I mean become an invasive species. So Mm -hmm. that's number two. Some of the things that you and I just really hold as heralds of spring, things that we truly love, especially this time of year, mm-hmm. or maybe we like them because they provide uh, a good fence so I don't have to look at my neighbors like Privet does. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. These things are invasive plants. They can have their leaves out earlier, which means they can photosynthesize earlier than some of our native plants can. A perfect example of that is bush honeysuckle. It's blooming white right now all over the place. Um, It makes a whole lot of fruit. The birds love that tomato-y-like fruit. Mm -hmm. Um, The the native, excuse me, those invasive plants also keep their leaves longer Mm -hmm. in the the fall, which means they can photosynthesize longer than our native plants. So what is the problem with that? Oh, that's, that's a great question. Because they can overtake an entire forest. Think about the forest and the way that it used to look at at Warner Park and all of the honeysuckle that existed at the very end of the the steps at the end of Bellmead Boulevard. Right. And then in recent years, Friends of Warner Parks has made a concerted effort to remove that honeysuckle. And as they do it, magical things come up. Wildflowers that haven't been seen in years are going to pop up. This especially has happened at Beeman Park. Oh, my goodness. I didn't even tell you about this. We have a barn. (laughs) So at Beeman Park, uh, a donation was received several years ago of some property that also adjoins Old Hickory Boulevard because what would life be without it? Yeah. And um, (laughs) there was there was a barn on the property. And our staff has really delved into the history of this barn, but also using it in programming. Well, if we're going to do that, we have to be able to access the area around it. And lots of bush honeysuckle and privet has been removed from that area. Mm -hmm. And this year, a beautiful little wildflower that looks like an upside-down jellyfish just carpeted the entire floor. This is a native phacelia. I mean, how much fun is that? Oh, I love it. And it doesn't seem like that big of a deal, but you and I were about pollinators. Pollinators. And... Those bumblebees, those honeybees that are out at the very beginning of the spring, Mm -hmm. this is the kind of flower they're on. Oh, wow. They're not on privet. They're not on honeysuckle. This is what they're on. Yeah. So it's completely worth it to um, limit your use of um, exotic plants. And And I know a lot of people will not use non-native plants at all. 
they're dedicated to making sure it's a native plant before they do it or moving into a new place and they're getting rid of those and replacing them with native plants because that's what our native animals and our native wildlife thrive in as well, right? That is correct. And honeysuckle, if I'm not mistaken, doesn't it kill everything around it like in the ground? Yeah. Will you tell me again the honeysuckle because it looks beautiful, but what is the problem again with that specifically? It all goes back to food, water, shelter, space, and air, right? Every Everything goes back to habitat and what's available. If the honeysuckle can grow faster, if its roots can be more active, if it can can grow faster, it's going to take up all of those necessary things that our native plants need to thrive, oh, to use your word. Wow. That's beautiful. That's great information. I guess we're out of time. I've just known you for so long, and you've just been always so passionate and so faithful to doing good things for our community by turning us on to nature, by turning us on to wildlife. I'm so honored that now you're the director and you're still coming to see us. <laughs> Thank you. Come see us at Beeman Park. <laughs> it's <will>. summer. <laughs> Heather Gallagher, the director of Beeman Park Nature Center. We'll make sure and post links on our Focus Facebook page. Thank you. Make sure you join us again next week. I'm Anna Marie and that's Focus. <laughs>